Welcome. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Freedom for Serafina. Today, we're going to do things a little bit differently today. We're going to open up in a prayer, because I think today's subject, we're going to need God's help. So close your eyes and bow your head as we speak to our Lord and Savior. Dear God, many of us who are listening have suffered a loss, a loss of a loved one, a loss of an opportunity, or simply the loss of salvation. We pray that you open their hearts and their eyes today, Lord, so that your message will touch their spirit, that they understand that the emotional pain that they feel is real, Lord, that whenever one of your creations is removed from our lives, we feel that emptiness. But today, we aren't talking about the attachment to our loved ones. We are speaking of the attachment to the material things of this world. The things that man has created and have set up as things to be worshipped other than you. And we pray for clarity to see through this deception and realize that it doesn't matter if all things are taken away from us as long as we still have you. Until that day comes. Amen. Today's writing is titled, We Suffer When We Lose, We Lose When We Attach. See, there's nothing wrong with having an affinity for something. It is actually encouraged to enjoy the pleasures of this world. The world is a big and beautiful place. Once we realize we are part of the world and not separate from it, we would be more inclined to preserve its beauty and add to it. Where the trouble with attachment comes in is when that pleasure becomes embellished and elaborated. The true reality of the situation is exaggerated to such a point that it becomes mystical the game-winning shot in a high school tournament turns into the greatest basketball play in their high school history, causing men to cling to 30-year-old memories like Al Bundy throwing five touchdowns in one game. The attachment to memories can be wonderful, but there is only one problem. They tend to be romanticized or extremely dramatized. Rarely can we see past events with any type of objectivity. But why should we? Because it's not what you do, but how you feel about what you did. Did you catch that? Life is a feeling process. How happy or sad you are is in your head. The same with attachment. It is not in the attachment to an event or thing, but is the belief system that we create around it. And in most cases, it's the inflation of its imaginary value. We have every right to designate any value we want to to an event or thing. Who am I to tell you how much to value your favorite toy? Who am I to tell you that your high school graduation wasn't the greatest accomplishment in your life? Or that your new car is your symbol of financial success? I can't and I won't. My point is this. When we attach to something so hard that we believe that it is permanent, we set ourselves up for disappointment. In my short years on this earth, I realized that everything has its time and everything has its place. I can't help but look at my dear old hometown of Sacramento, California, and realize that the city that I grew up in is nowhere to be found. I said all this to say this. When we lose something, the emotional pain of the loss comes from the attachment itself and not that which has been lost. Our bond to a thing is a spiritual and mental one. 
Do you remember losing the Pop Warner championships and the heartbreaking sadness that you felt? And now as an adult, are you still attached to that competition or is that attachment broken? Can you see how you may have inflated the value of that trophy? Because now you have new things to attach to. It says in the Bible in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the key takeaway is this. If you find yourself with an obsessive attachment to something, remember that one day God may strip you of that thing as he did Job, and that we are here to enjoy the things God has provided for us and not attached to them. Just because you are not attached doesn't mean that you do not love something. Those are two separate things. I love fitness, but I'm not attached to the results. I'm focused on just showing up and doing the workout. I love my investment firm, but I'm not attached to gaining buku clients. I'm focused on serving the ones I have. So as the scripture says, be patient and the peace of God will guard your heart. So how do you prepare for the loss? You don't. You love until you can't love anymore and be satisfied that you didn't miss a second. And that is something to truly smile about. I pray that you've been blessed.